reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. You can follow me on Twitter, at Eric Of course, always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. This is our special weekly sports show we enjoy doing. Joining me, as always, is my buddy, my co-host, the Husky Heart, the legend himself, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. Excited to be here this week. Was you excited to be here? Well, we'll get to that. We're going to talk some NFL. We're going to talk a little baseball today. I want to start off with, I was just getting ready to transition to, but I kind of fucked it up. Are you excited to be here as Urban Meyer was decided to be in Columbus this past weekend? As he should be. You know, as he should be. Uh, Urban Meyer, I guess, thinks he's got some pull around campus. Well, he wasn't at campus. He was down, he was at the short north downtown area. He wasn't at Urban Meyer's Pine House, which is what was reported like, that is a place that is, I would say, 10 minutes down the road from me. It's at a bridge park development. Urban does have a restaurant down there. That's not where he was. It would be, it'd be really funny if he was there because there's literally pictures of his wife in there. <laughs> but he, uh, he, was actually, <laughs> he was actually at the, uh, a chop house downtown, and there was a bar attached to it, like a steakhouse with a bar attached to it. That's where he was. Okay. So, uh a lot to fucking unpack here with that. I obviously do not have never worked in the NFL. I've never been part of the NFL team, but apparently it is completely unheard of for a coach not to fly back with his team after a road game, particularly a Thursday night game after a loss, especially when you're 0 and 4. Um, it's a terrible look. And I look, I know people like think it's funny, like, oh, it's just Ohio State, real Ohio State fan. You can't all you want. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I love what Urban Meyer did for Ohio State. But I was never gonna be willing to attach my moral compass or line my moral compass up with his. There's no way, or basically any college football coach. I think we learned a, a lot of these guys are just kind of scumbags, and that's just kind of what it is. And you got to kind of be. And I have a theory too that if you're gonna be successful in this country, you got to have a little bit of selfishness in you. If you're gonna be ultra su- successful, you got to be a lot selfish. Some of that too. I mean, it's a. I mean, just kind of a piece of shit. I don't understand how he's going to get a Jacksonville Jaguars back. This is the Sunday league. It's not the Saturday league. They are not going to worship you on Sundays like they did on Saturdays. And when you're starting off 0-4, the last thing you need is a mental break when you're asking your team to fully buy in on football. That's all you do, all you do, all you do. And then you fucking don't. It's just a bad look all the way around. Yeah, and, you know, again, the dude that he's sitting there – I I guess self awareness. Know know where the fuck you're at. Exactly. I mean, how many people have cell phones nowadays? Everybody. I mean, even you call them the poor's. They have phones. And people homeless homeless cats around here got iPhones. Right. <laughs> exactly. And you have uh, you you know they got cameras on them. So. You just got to be aware of your surroundings. I mean, Jesus, you are sitting there at a fucking bar in public in 
in I'm guessing public. hundreds of people in broad and give, daylight giving no fucks <laughs> just letting you know letting some some young young uh you know uh, sack chaser fame 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 chaser uh be all over you like that's where you go whoa raise up off me you know i'm i'm urban get off taking me. selfies with them yeah and hammered hammered fucking drunk you can see it in his face he's a drunkard fuck it's just a terrible awful look and ugh, i don't understand how if i was in that locker room did you see the jacksonville jaguars and they broke from practice today they said yeah. grind grind <laughs> so I, it's just i don't know bad hire i think everybody should look to move on if you're usc would you hire urban meyer if he becomes available mm. out in cali that's might be even worse mm. i would have to strongly consider it oh you they would do it i'm not i mean the man coached at florida with you know 48 criminals Right. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying he, you know, the female perspective in Jacksonville is very nice and it doesn't get a lot worse over in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. We'll see how this plays out. It's, I would, my wife looked at me and she goes, I would be so fucking pissed. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's why I wouldn't. That's, yeah, I know. Well that's aware. Why I, yeah, you wouldn't catch me there, honey. No. <laughs> that's why my ass is right here right smarter you. than that smarter now right. i'm here with you oh well were you ready to talk some nfl absolutely i've been ready been ready You've for been this ready? since fuck last week all right we're gonna start with the thursday night game what the hell start off with the thursday night game here uh Jaguars at the Bengals. Bengals ended up pulling out 24-21. Was a lot closer than I thought. You picked the Jags. I picked the Bengals. What do you think? Uh, Jacksonville had them until they turned into the Bengals of old. And just basically stupid mistakes. Hung around, hung around. And you can't let uh, Joey, Joey B and Jamar Chase hang around. Right, they're gonna burn you. Uh, Bengals, much improved team. They're three and one, three-way tie for first place in the AFC North. The Jaguars fall to zero and four. I did see some improvement out of them. You have to understand, like this ain't. I've watched the Browns lose in multitudes of different ways, and also saw this young group have to learn how to win. They're gonna have to build a core, and they're gonna have to learn how to win. You have, you think, you have a what you believe to be a generational talent at quarterback. So it's not going to happen this year. You just have to, you have to build a foundation. I, I, if I'm Urban Meyer on the Jaguars, I don't get so hung up on wins and losses right now. I really don't. I need to see uh, glimmers of hope. The good thing is they have a quarterback, right? Because the worst thing you can have is a bad team with no quarterback, because that makes it just so tough to evaluate the talent you do have, which is why you saw a lot of Browns players that come from those terrible Browns teams go to other teams and have success skill position players because you know, they're Dion James and guys like that. I believe James White was, with them. no, he, I don't think James White was, but there's a lot of guys that came through over the years. Dion Lewis was the, was the name that 
you can't evaluate them because they're not getting the ball properly in space, you know what I mean? things like that. So we'll see how it goes. The Bengals look like a much improved team, and they are a problem, I believe. I think they just have to short some things on the defensive end, but you can't give Joe Burrow multitude of chances, like you said. Next up, the fucking Tennessee Titans. Mm. Embarrassment. Lost in overtime to the Jets. Now, they were without A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. But I think when you trade for Julio Jones, you under, you make that trade and understand that he's not going to be available to you 17 games. Yeah. A.J. Brown is another guy who has kind of stayed dinged up a little bit in his career. Yeah, but A.J. Brown's usually pretty durable. I mean, he's a big guy. Like he's... Right. He has, he has some issues last year, though, too. Yeah, but he I think he played through him. I don't he didn't miss very many games. It was the beginning of the season what he dealt with, and it's kind of what we're looking at again this year. He is a beast. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I think the belief going in the game was King Henry. King Henry was going to eat, and you know you can't. Did you got to have? But you got to have balance in the NFL. You just have to. And the Jets, hey, off the snide, one and three. Robert Sala getting the win. Zach Wilson getting the win. Um, you know, it's hard to win in the NFL, no matter who you fucking play. You know, that's sure. what's it. It's, it's a parody league. Next up, we got the Chiefs and the Eagles. Chiefs end up looking a lot better, 42-30. They still have some issues defensive side of the ball. Uh, Tyreek Hill is down there somewhere. He's been a <laughs> menace this year. Uh, and they just added Josh Gordon as well. The Eagles, I don't I don't know what to make of the Eagles. They, they're, they have a lot of issues on defensive side of the ball. Jalen is pretty much the only offense they have. Devontae Smith is an animal. Uh, I don't understand why Miles Sanders doesn't get touched touches more but we'll see you're you're nfc we talk way too much nfc east on this podcast you're the nfc east expert what's going on with the eagles well they're they're terrible um they're getting everything that they deserve uh after last year that last game of the season i did not forget uh they deserve all this and hopefully many more to come but uh, Devonta Smith is a he's a beast. I I think he is uh, he's outplayed what I think people thought he was going to do. I mean, I really with the, especially with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, you know, people weren't really sold on him, et cetera. And I mean, he's balled out for the most part. I mean, hundred yard games, how many two, three, maybe mm-hmm. already. So to me, he's played very well. Um, and like I said, Miles Sanders needs to touch the rock. I mean, yeah. if it's, it's a screen, something. I mean, get get him the ball in, in space, and he will he'll do what he does. But uh, any Eagles loss is a good loss. That's that's what's wrong with them. Yeah, I we'll see. A lot of ball left. Next up, you have the Panthers at Cowboys. Cowboys come out top 36 to 28. They were up like, what, three scores? And Tampa, uh, Carolina made it look a lot better than really what it was. Zeke, eight, had over 140 yards. Dak threw a bunch of touchdowns. Didn't have as big yardage numbers. This is how the Cowboys would like to win. They don't want to do it on the arm of Zach. They want to run the ball and throw off that. I think that's was always the formula of success for this group of Cowboys. Panthers, they're, they're, Sam, Sam Darnold looks good. They just didn't have enough firepower to keep up with Dallas. Uh, Zeke had his biggest game uh, in since like what 2019, right? Something, something like that. Uh, so he turned the clock back. Uh, Dak 14 to 22, 188 yards, four touchdowns. Um, 
I mean, again, it was the Panthers. They were without McCaffrey. I I think we have a different game if McCaffrey's in there. But the defense, you know, yeah, McCaffrey the defense, don't play defense. Yeah, that's what that's what I was getting at. Uh, Carolina's defense, they've been suspects all year. Um, they're not going to do what everybody's thinking, but uh, neither is Dallas. So, see, to me, Dallas is the clear-cut best team in that in the NFC East. They have the ability to score the most points, the most consistently. That defense is flying around. <sighs> Trevon Diggs looks like he gets it. He's making. He has what five interceptions in four games. They are. If this defense continues to like, our oh, Dallas is going to be a problem. If they stay healthy, Dallas will absolutely be a problem. And I don't – to me, Washington football team is – they're inconsistent. Heineke can blow up or – He can implode. <laughs> exactly. You're going to get one of the two. I, I, I would like to see him blow up more. I think I – li- I like the Washington football team. I think I picked them to win it going in. They – I like them a lot. But you just don't know what you're going to get out of Heineke every week because he's just a young quarterback. He's a good player. He's just a young quarterback. Uh, the Giants – you could say the same thing about them, what I just said about the Washington football team. I know it's going to hurt your heart. It's not. It doesn't. Uh, we'll get to I them don't. shortly. We'll get to them. And Philadelphia, again, I think it's just they're the worst team in the division right now. The, 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 I can't figure out the Giants and the Washington football team. To me, it's Dallas up here. It's Philadelphia down here. And then it's you guys in between. I think these both teams have the ability to beat Dallas, but Dallas – Dak is cooking. If Dak's cooking, they're going to be hard to beat. Let's get to your game next. Giants and Saints, what happened? Let's get to it. Uh, what happened was, is we came out flat, as usual. Uh, we we have been coming out flat, which I I don't know what the fucking deal is there. Um, John Ross, 52-yard touchdown pass. We go up early. But then it's like fucking, you know, we give up two scores so then we're down then we get a field goal and our defense kept us in the game our defense is fucking playing extremely well getting put in bad situations and only giving up field goals not touchdowns um it was 21 10 uh saquon got us back in the game with a 54 yard touchdown pass from daniel jones got the two-point conversion we get the ball back. Three minutes to go on their on our own eleven. I text Eric Brown, and I say, "This is our season right here. This is the drive. Danny Dimes has to come of age right here. Get something going." He hits Galladay with a big pass. Galladay breaks a tackle, picks up enough yardage for Graham Gano to hit a forty-eight yard field goal, and then. Jabril Peppers comes out and says, we want the fucking ball. Wins the toss. Say, we want the ball. Fuck them. And <laughs> we fucking, we, we drove down. And here's the thing this year is Danny Dimes has not been fumbling. Danny Dimes is the seventh rated quarterback uh, for yardage. His, uh, what he's like second behind Brady. In like his uh, QP, give whatever. Me a stat, I'll tell you. Give me a stat. I'll tell you where he is. I'm just telling you where he's at. In yardage, he's seventh. Dak is thirteenth. Okay, Dak is cooking. But he's thirteenth. 
He's third in touchdown passes. That's fine. Because they're fucking not giving the ball to Zeke. Daniel Jones. 67, 67% completion percentage. Four touchdowns. One pick. Not turning the ball over. His, his, pick, his pick is a Hail Mary. 98.3 quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. He has thrown for 1,184 yards, which is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th in the NFL. Like you said, 8.1 yards, 8.2 yards per attempt. Yep. What's Dax? Seven. Or you want to hear Dax numbers? It's, it's eight. Dax is 64% completion percentage, oh. nine touchdowns, two picks, 97%, 97 quarterback rating, yeah. 6.8 yards attempt, 1,055 yards. Oh. Damn it. But uh, anyways, like I said, uh, Danny Dimes is on the come up. And I think our defense is playing well enough that, and I don't want to say nothing, but we ended Dak's season last year in a terrible way. It was a brutal accident. Scumbag. (laughs) (laughs) It was a brutal accident that happened. And I hope, you know, listen, I like Dak. He's a good dude. He's a good quarterback. But we're going to go in to the house that Eli built. Well, don't don't, don't say it yet because we're going to pick the games. Stop. Okay. I'm, I'm just talking about this past week, though. And um, we're going to fucking dog walk these motherfuckers. Jesus. I just told you to stop. Well, I didn't go into it. I just said what we're going to do to them. Next up, <laughs> Browns at Vikings. Tell me about this game. Tell Browns me about it. on top. 14 to seven uh, ugly game, but it's good to win ugly. The defense is playing out of its mind. When you can get pressure with your front four like this, it is a absolute blessing. I mean, miles Garrett is a freak of nature. JML Clowney is a freak of nature. And then you have the Malik, Malik Jackson uh, and McDowell in the middle doing their stunts. What about uh, that? Uh, JOK is the highest, highest, Great rookie and pro football focus. We all know that. Uh, Greedy Williams, first start since 2019, came out, had a pick, played well, put the clamps on Thielen. So defense played well. It's the offense. Baker, 15 and 33, 155. We haven't seen bad Baker in a long time. He showed up. Now it's come out that he has a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder that's not going to get better this season. He's playing with a harness on it. Uh, He's going to have to figure it out. He missed Odell several times that it's right back to the bad habits, right back to the, you know, locking in Odell, things like that. So we have got to work through that. And obviously I thought that Kevin Stefanski didn't have his best game calling plays either. So no, but, but here's the, uh, and not to cut you off, but my crazy thing is, is in the past when bad Baker shows up and all these things go wrong, how many times have they came out with a win? In those against a good team, none, not very often they walk out with a win when bad bakers, you know, when everything goes wrong, right? The defense, fucking, like you said, is playing out of their minds. Like that clip of uh, Miles Garrett where they thought that we can single him up and he just literally pushed that man, you know, <laughs> 27 yards in the backfield. And then he had the line of the week. I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, he uh, showed himself on the sidelines, you know, with no sleeves on. And he said, I go sleeveless one game and I get a surprise drug test on Monday. <laughs> He's the Hulk out there, man. Yeah, he is a fucking animal and uh, a Browns, beast. 
the Browns will continue to lean on their running game. You know, uh, Nick Chubb, 21 carries, 100 yards on the head, 4.8 yard average. Cream Hunt, 14 carries, 69 yards. Again, second week in a row, offense kind of sputtered a little bit, and Cream Hunt comes in and makes a difference. Browns will lead an 11 to 7 at halftime, end up getting a field goal in the second half. That was the only scoring. This was an old school, grinded out, had to get a win. And yeah, better to learn from a lo- better to learn from a win than it is from a loss, right? That's what they say. So. I guess I'm not going with the. I haven't been going with the picks here. I apologize. But we both picked the Browns. You picked the Giants. I picked the Saints. I picked the Cowboys. You picked the Panthers. We both picked the Chiefs. We both picked the Titans. Next up, we have the Colts and Dolphins. No, I'm sorry. We have the Lions and Bears next. Justin Fields uh, playing with a governor, right? He's playing very restricted style of football. They lost David Montgomery for a few weeks. Uh, Fields has been named the starter the rest of the season. They are 2-2. Two and two. The Lions fall to 0-4. So the Bears have a little bit of life left still. Uh, it's going to be tough without David Montgomery because of the young quarterback. My sense is they're going to want to lean on the running game a lot. So pick up Damian Williams. He's available in your fantasy leagues. But, uh, yeah, just should have been this way all the whole time. Yeah, I agree. He... That shouldn't even been a question. We knew we were going to get here, and we just, you know, here we are, week four, week five. He's a starter, so it's whatever. Next up, Bills at Texans. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Texans are ass. Bills are not. Bills stomp them out 40 to nothing. Uh, Davis Mills, not going to get it done for you. So as long as he's playing quarterback, I would pay that fantasy defense, except for this week, because I don't trust Tennessee after losing to Zach Wilson. Fuck. Yeah, he he absolutely killed my pen pals card auto. I mean, I can't get I can't get ten bucks for that fucking thing now. Uh, Colts at Dolphins. Colts win 27-17. Two sprains, no braces. Carson Wentz leads into leads into the dub. Uh, what do you think about the Colts? I like Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Sixteen for one hundred three and a touch for him. That's that's about it. <laughs> I like Jonathan Taylor. Michael uh, Pitt is a nice player too. Yeah, but I, I quit. I quitty paid is okay. Um, but yeah, they they were playing the Tuolus Dolphins. Jalen Waddle couldn't get loose. So yeah. Next up, we got the football team going down to Atlanta and getting one over the Falcons, thirty-four thirty. Taylor Heineke cooked. Terry McLaurin cooked. Uh, yeah, well, they, they play a bad team. They can look really good. I think Atlanta's a bad team. But you have Heineke, 22 at 33, 290, and three touchdowns. In an NFL professional football game, that's a hell of a stat line. Antonio Gibson, only 14 carries. They aired out a lot. Terry McLaurin, I'm sorry, Antonio Gibson, 14 carries. Terry McLaurin had six catches for 123, two touchdowns on 13 targets. So they are leaning on Scary Terry a lot. I, uh, You know, there's times I really like this team. And then there's times where I watch them get their fucking just dog walked by the Bills. Right. You know, so <clears throat> what do you make what do you make of them? Like I said, inconsistent. I like Heineke. He he's out there to win. He I mean he comes to fucking play. I give him that. Uh if their defense ever comes around, they're gonna be scary. They mm-hmm. will be something to deal with. McLaren uh is He's surprisingly been a beast the last couple of years. Um, but you had 
on the other side, you had Cordero Patterson, who has basically turned into fucking Mr. Utility uh, for Matt Ryan. I don't even know who's still in the league. I mean, representing Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, had six carries for 34 yards, five five receptions for 82 and three touchdowns. Uh, the man can run. He's always been able to run. Um, Straight. Yeah, but Atlanta just uh, shit. They, they were Atlanta. I don't think nothing's changed since last year. If you you remember uh, when they played Dallas and uh, that oh, first was game nice. was, yeah, and they were up like 30-some points. Yeah. And fucking, yeah. So nothing's really changed. Next up, 49ers at Seahawks. 49ers get the win 28-21. Both these teams are 2-2. Two and two. That NFC West is a problem. We have those teams squaring off this weekend. Uh, Russ cooked. I guess Jimmy G has a calf thing, so it might be Trey Lance time. They're it's not it's sure, Trey so. Lance. I think they ruled him out. They did? I believe so. So the calf is not like a strain. It's more like a contusion. Like I, somebody came down on it, which it's not like a strain where you'd be like, okay, I'm out two, three weeks or whatever. It's how does it feel today type thing. But yeah. they, they ruled him out. I, I'm – Pretty sure they ruled him out, but I could be, you know, again, I could be wrong. Next up, Cardinals and Rams. Well, I'm sorry. You picked the Falcons. I picked the football team. You picked the Seahawks. I picked the 49ers. So we both one on one there. Cardinals and Rams. I picked the Rams. You picked the Cardinals. Cardinals get the win 37 20. I feel like this is the second year in a row we've done this with the Cardinals, right? Right. Yeah. I think the whole thing down there is dependent on how healthy Kyle Murray makes it through the entire season. Because that's what I happened agree. last year, right? Yeah. I was actually having this conversation this morning uh, with my trainer. As, you know, Kyler Murray is a beast when healthy. And they start out the season, you know, 5-1, and 6-1. And, and then they end the season, they're on 12-5. and five. Right. And, and they lose four in a row. And mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell is going on? And Hopkins, Hopkins got to be healthy. I mean, he's yeah. a he spreads the field out. He opens everything else up for everybody else. So, AJ Green put, had a good game. So a little, he got loose a little bit, yeah. So I mean, he thought it was 2014. You know, uh, Steelers and Packers. Uh, we both picked the Packers. This was an easy one to pick. Packers end up winning 27-17. Ben's done. I said yeah. it the off season. He did them a disservice by coming back. And the Steelers did themselves a disservice by being loyal to him in that situation. Um, one thing that I scared me the scared the hell out of me this game was uh, Aaron Rodgers having fun little interactions with Mike Tomlin. Don't want to see that. Don't want Aaron Rodgers in the division <laughs> playing for that team. Do not do not want that. My do and Mike want, and Mike Tomlin's smart enough to you know build a little rapport there. Steelers so now you, should, you should come over Steelers. here. Steelers will have a losing season this year. Uh, ben is going to be in a situation where he played one year too many, probably two years too many. And, you know, he's going to be first round, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback, two-time champion. I get it, I get it, I get it. But he can't can't do it anymore. Father Time's undefeated. Next up, Ravens at Broncos. Um, we both picked the Broncos. We keep counting on this Ravens demise. It just doesn't happen, right? Uh, they improved to three and one. 
Well, they knocked fucking Teddy Bridgewater out of the game. I was going to say, fucking Drew Locke's sorry ass came in. And that's <laughs> what happened. Jesus. He's fucking terrible. No wonder the fucking Ravens won. You're telling me Drew Pop and Locke didn't get it done? 12 of 21 for 113 yards. That's it. what, less than 10 yards a throw? <laughs> I mean, that's not good. Uh, was really counting on a really fun... Oh. We did get a really fun Sunday night game. We did. Here's at Patriots. Uh, we both picked the Bucks. They did end up winning 19 to 17. It was a struggle, though. In fact, Brady didn't throw any touchdown passes. Which I knew something was up when uh, Fandle had a thing like if Brady throws three touchdowns, <laughs> fucking we're we're splitting five hundred thousand and all this shit, and he throws none. Like. D- don't want to say Vegas has got some some fucking handle, but yeah. It was funny because after the game, Belichick's like, "Look, we face Brady every day in practice." I'm like, "Of course you did. Fuck, why did I think about like, right? How dare you football. point out the obvious?" <laughs> but uh, seemed like everybody was cool. You know, Boston fans. Credit to them, they handled the situation perfectly. They cheered him when he came out. They cheered the video, right? He waved to him. They cheered him. He went out to take the field with his team for offense. They booed his fucking head off. Exactly what you should have done. Perfect. Yeah, per- well absolutely. done, fans. Well done. Uh, next up, we have the Raiders and Chargers. You picked the Raiders. I picked the Chargers. Chargers end up winning 28-14. I tell you what. I Last year, like I just kind of saw Herbert's numbers, would watch here and there, but I've really watched him this year. This guy's the real deal, man. He is the real deal. Yeah, I think I think people thought, okay, hype train. He got hot at the end, you know. Uh, we'll see what he does. Sophomore slump, yada yada, and he is uh, not having it. <laughs> he is like, let me throw the fucking ball. So that was the thing last year was you thought they were empty stats because they were getting blown out, and he was playing from behind a lot, right? Stacks, stacks. But this, yeah. I think what se- this year what I'm seeing what separates him from most. Almost every young quarterback that I see is his elite decision making. Yeah. I mean, he is, I'm talking, he gets through his progressions and that ball comes out. And that's not like he's staring somebody down. It's one, two, three, boom. You know what I mean? Or one, two, three, two, or, or back. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's impressive to watch, especially if they put that camera behind him and you see him work. Oh, it's just, it's art. It's beautiful. And they have themselves a, I'm going to say it, a Hall of Fame talent quarterback. Okay. Now, Oregon had this man throwing bubble screens at 1030 at night. Well, nobody was watching on TV. <laughs> Everybody's asleep. Yeah. But they, they got themselves a real deal, and I am not looking forward to playing them next week. Um, all right, for the picks, I got nine. You got ten. Uh, for our pick'em contest, we actually had a tie. It was Drew and Nick Haddix, which Drew deferred to Nick Haddix. So Nick Haddix is the winner of the Breathe Right Strips signed by the greatest wide receiver to ever walk God's green earth, Jerry Rice. That is, that is fact. So Barry will be sending that out to you. Yeah. Also, what we have is the fan, the doing the favor FanDuel contest, which Nick Haddix again won that. See, that's, ain't, ain't that some bullshit though? He dusted everybody. He had 174.76. I finished second with 138.7. And Drew Bensel finished third with 137.92. I edged him out the last second, 
with like a little like bullshit touchdown. No, no, it was a bullshit like Noah Fant like fifteen yard catch. That's what pushed me past him. Was kind of hilarious. Nick Haddock's though. He did have Cordero Patterson have 32. Everyone in his lineup. I mean, Russ, 22. Zeke, Went 20. Off, yeah. Patterson, 32. Deontay Johnson, 19. Debo Samuel, 31. Saquon, 27. He had all those dudes in his lineup. If he enters that lineup in, like, some bigger contests, he, he went. Yeah. So, basically, it was all our contests this week were won by Nick Haddix. And, and we don't appreciate it. So, this week, what we're going to do to avoid the tiebreaker is we're going to do the same thing. I will post the... My picks, Barry's picks, and then an empty sheet. You guys can screenshot, make your picks, but also write the total score of the Monday night game. That is the total score of the Monday night game. Whoever gets closest without going over will win. Now, if everybody goes over, it'll be closest to the final score. If there's another top, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. The winner, also what I want you guys to do is put your favorite NFL team and you re- and you reply, and the winner will get a card lot from that team. Yep. By me and Barry. And and just so you know, if uh, I just pulled two cards out here, if you're a Steelers fan, I got Jack Ham Auto right here. I see it. I'm looking at it. If you're a 49ers fan, I got the other one, John Taylor. Mm. Okay. So John Taylor, Jerry Rice. You know, pick your pick your team. If you're a I mean, Dolphins yeah. Dolphin fan, I got a Dunruss Elite number to 499, Dan Marino. If you're a Panthers fan, I got a Elite same number to 499, Chuba Hubbard. If you're a Steelers fan, I got Juju Smith number to 499, Juju Smith Schuster number to 499. So, yeah, those are all. Uh, we'll hook you up. Yeah, Eagles fans, I got a Fletcher Cox uh, auto. I got a shit ton of autos, is what I'm saying. That. Uh, I got Brandon Cooks, uh, rookie auto here. I mean, uh, James Lofton for the Bills, one of ten. You know, um, Tyler Eifert for the Bengals. I think that's a rookie, one of ninety nine. Uh, Manti Teo and his uh, girlfriend, uh, on one there. of fifteen. Mm-hmm. You know, so just tell us something. We we probably have something. That you're gonna, we will have know. something for you. Like I said, yeah. reply, make your picks, total score in my night game, your favorite team to enter the contest. We're trying to just keep the prizes created for you guys, man. You know, yeah, and, and something like that everybody enjoys is gonna enjoy, can have fun, you know what I mean, right? So, we're gonna make the picks for week five. Uh, again, we won't include the Thursday night game in with the picks because. Just obviously short notice thing, and I want to give everybody a couple days to kind of get on the contest, but we will pick the games. Barry, tonight, Thursday night football, Rams, Seahawks, who you got? You know, I think the the Rams bounce back, um, which I'm scared, though. Russ could get cooking, but I'm going to take the Rams. I'm taking the Rams as well. I is, is Stafford as good as advertised? Yeah. I think he always has been. He just never, he actually never got the credit. I think he's one of the most underrated guys. Just, I mean, you had fucking Calvin Johnson. What are you supposed to do? (laughs) You're supposed to throw it up to him and let him go get it. I mean, a Hall of Fame receiver. That was the thing you always heard out of Detroit was they were were bad, but it was never Stafford's fault, right? Right. Next up, 
Jets at Falcons. Jets coming off a win. Falcons coming off a loss. This is in London. Falcons have no Calvin Ridley. He's out for personal reasons. Uh, rookie quarterbacks are 0-4 in London games with a minus 78-point differential. How's that for stat? And I don't think it's going to change. I think uh, Matt Ryan and Cordero Patterson get over there and do business and, and take out Zach Wilson and the Jets. Wilson and the Jets. Uh, maybe lean on Kyle Pitts a little more with no Calvin Ridley there? I would hope so. he's not. He's hard to miss. Like, I mean, dude's like fucking six six out there. Let's go, you know. Uh, next up, we got the Lions at Vikings. Lions coming off a loss, or zero and four. Vikings coming off a loss. I think they're the best one and three football team in the league. I think they're a really good team on offense. They just have Kirk Cousins, who's not very clutch. Minnesota has won seven straight games with Detroit. Barry, who you got? After that dig that you just took, that I, you think I didn't catch, I'll take the Vikings. <laughs> <clears throat> I too will take the Vikings. It's really hard to uh to pick the Lions. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Uh next up we got the Saints at the football team. This is an interesting one, mm. I think. Who you got? You know what? I'm gonna take the Saints. I'm gonna take the Saints after an emotional win for Washington. I think they have a little let down. Uh I think the Saints get the dub. This is in Washington. Uh, Washington has allowed 30.5 points per game this season. I don't see the Saints as a high-octane offense, though, like they were. Give me the football team. Give me the football team. I like it. I think this eventually, this uh, Washington football team defensive line has to get home, right? You would think. They got some monsters up there. So... I think eventually that'll be a thing. Patriots at Texans. Oh, golly. I'll tell you what. Play the Patriots defense if you have them. Uh, rookie quarterbacks are 1-10 in 10 versus New England since 2014. Uh, Bill Belichick will have Davis Mills seeing ghosts. Give me the Patriots all day. Yeah, so Patriots. Or it could end in a tie. You know, we don't know. <laughs> Dolphins at Buccaneers. Very who you got. Boy, this is a tough one. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take Tom Brady. He might throw five on this week. It's very possible. Possible. Uh, Packers at Bengals. I like, I like the Packers. I like the Packers a lot, but I don't think this is a gimme game like we would have thought in the offseason. I actually, I think the Bengals win. I, I do not like the Packers defense. At all, I think they'll be able to score with them, but uh, I, I honestly think uh, Boyd probably gets two, and Chase might get one or two. I think Burrow throws for three fifty plus on this defense. Jesus, I gotta write that down. And I gotta see these fucking idiots out here daily. So I mean, I get all the Packers games, and it's the defense is not good. <sighs> Next up, uh, Broncos at Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, three and four in regular season games versus versus Denver. One pick in each game. They will be going with Drew Locke, I'm assuming. I'll take the Steelers. I'll take the Steelers, too. As much as I hate to admit it. As, as soon as you said Drew Locke, I, my mind was made up. <laughs> I was like, is Teddy playing? Nope. Okay. Right. 
Uh, Eagles at Panthers. Give me the Panthers. Uh, yeah, they're talking that uh, McCaffrey's going to try to play. So, I saw that. I saw Chuber Hubbard's. I have. I picked up. I was one of those people who picked up Chuber in fantasy last week. Yeah, I did too. I saw his uh, projection on ESPN went from fourteen point four down to like two point six. I was like, awesome. That's great. Yeah, but they said that uh, the Panthers could hold him out. I'm going to take. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Eagles. I think this could begin the Panthers' downward slide. Next up, Titans at Jags. Uh, give me the Titans all day. The Jags are a fucking mess right now. Yeah, Titans. Next one, Browns at Chargers. Justin Herbert, 7-1 and one in his last eight games. Both teams are 3-1. and one. This will probably be a prime time, or this will probably be the national game on CBS, I'm guessing, if they get that. Um, give me the Browns. Can't pick against my boys. Tough going out to L.A., but I do think, and this is what I saw on Monday night, like any quarterback, tall quarterback like that, get him off his spot, Herbert can, has potential to struggle. Yeah, I, I'm taking and the Browns, Browns as well. Browns been getting home with four, so give me the Browns. Yeah, I'm going to take the Browns as well. I just Their running game is uh, a difference maker. In, in hard-hitting games, I mean, they can fucking – they can just slow you down, grind you out, and get you out of there. Next up, Bears at Raiders. Uh, give me the Raiders all day. Las Vegas has won two of their last three versus Chicago. Yeah, I'm with you. Ray, uh, Derek Carr gets back on track. <sighs> Giants at – Giants at – I'm sorry. No, no, I almost I, – I saw it. I, I – Got flat, uh, flustered. 49ers at Cardinals. 49ers are 2-2. Two and two. Cardinals are 4-0. and oh. Arizona's won four straight games. Obviously, their longest streak since 2015. Um, give me Arizona. Give me the Cardinals. I'm with, I'm with you. I, just, uh, I don't think the Niners can handle Arizona right now. Arizona is fucking balling out. Next up. Oh, yeah. Giants at Cowboys. Dallas has won seven of their last eight against the Giants. Giants Dang. are one and three. Dallas is three and one. Yep. Uh, this game is in Dallas in AT&T Stadium at 425. Give me the Cowboys. Yep. They Dallas has won seven of the last eight, but it's that eighth one. The last time we met them when we rolled in and busted their fucking ass for them. So what have they done for us lately? They've, they've held that L. Okay. And here we go. We're coming down to Jerry's world. We're going to blister Dak's ass again. We're going to get after him, get him moving, get him running. He's hobbled. He's hiding it. He's carried Von Eric out there. We're going to fucking get it done. They get down. And listen, people might say I'm crazy. Giants buy double figures. People think that's a homer call. But listen. It's not. Dallas's defense has been playing out of their ass. You, if I said, "Man, bet me a thousand on Dallas's D," you'd be like, "Fuck that," because you don't trust them. They're not good enough. It's they're not the Browns D. They're not some of these other guys that stifling fucking defense. They're not. They don't have that. They have a good quarterback. 
They got a running back in Zeke who we have said on this show. He he probably dumb. His better days are behind him. And I did, he just had 143. That's right. Don't be on Dallas' side. Come to my side. Tony Pollard is going to fucking, he might have a good game. That's who worries me more than Zeke. Zeke ain't really did shit against us in a long time. We're going to fucking handle business. Double-digit victory for the Giants to prove we are the class of the division. You want to go ahead and announce your little side bet you went rogue on? You and Rucker went rogue on Twitter, and I had to open up the app and find out about it? I didn't go rogue. I said he's got to talk to you, and if if he is a worthy guest, you will allow him to come on. Rucker's always welcome on our show. I have been known to hang up on people, <laughs> so I don't know how long he would even get get to be on here. So what's the bet? What's the bet? If the Cowboys win, he comes on our show to gloat, which is awesome for me, by the way. Like I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> like, he does. A, I don't. I I don't know what. I guess he wants me to go there. If well, I, I don't, thought it was, I, I never said I, I, I thought it should, I thought it should be vice versa. I thought if the if the Giants win, he should come on. If the Cowboys yeah. win, you should go on. That's, that's what see, I. Thought that's what I thought. Because I'm like, why do I want to go on their show? Because I'm listen. Win, lose, or draw, he's gonna have a bad day when we get when he comes on the air with me to to discuss that. But it's yeah, like why would I go over there to talk about my win? I don't want Dallas fans to fucking hear, you know, my golden fucking vocals. They're not worthy. They're not fucking worthy of me going over there. I I personally don't care either way. My team swept the whole sorry ass division last year, so I don't give a fuck. Next up, we got the Bills at Chiefs. How dare him throw that in there? Like we we left his team alone, and he starts. Hey, you know what? Like, like I haven't been getting stomped out for twenty years. God damn it! Give me my moment, right? (laughs) Next up, we got the Bills at Chiefs. A really, really fucking fun Sunday night game. I this is fun. A rematch of the twenty twenty AFC Championship. Um, Questions about the Chiefs' defense. The Bills' defense has looked. What back to back shutouts? Yeah, but who they played? They didn't play the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, they in didn't play Arrowhead, the Chiefs. Man, in Arrowhead on Sunday night, give me the Chiefs. That's not, but this is going to be a fun game. This could be a shootout. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they're shutting the Chiefs out. I mean, I'm, that's just going out on the limb. Uh, if they do, what a fucking. What a the talk that would be, right? Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, people are predicting a close game. I'm gonna say 42-17, Chiefs. I think mm-hmm. an ass blistering. Uh, Patrick Mahomes shows up in prime time. Their defense is sorry. Uh, Colts at Ravens on Monday night. Colts at one and three. Ravens at three and one. Uh, give me the Ravens. Ravens. Lamar is seven and zero. Oh. Only quarterback since nineteen seventy with five plus starts and zero losses in October. Lamar has never lost in October. Wow. Well, that's because they play people like Carson Wentz, uh, old nubby. <laughs> Carson Wentz, two, fucking two sprains, no braces. Yeah, can't even fucking move. Uh, we'll take the Ravens. 
All right, so that's our picks. Like we said, yeah, I wait a second. What's tie? What's your tiebreaker? What's your score to that game? Uh, that'll be a 31-14 win for the Ravens. Okay. So I'm putting that at 45 total. Okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go 26. 26-21 Ravens, 47. Okay. All right. So that's that. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up quickly. We did have some baseball uh, we want to touch on just for a moment. I got a question, though, before we do that. Okay. And this is for your team. Okay. Bart Scott's been out in these streets talking about Baker Mayfield being the most replaceable quarterback in the NFL the floor is yours. You know, that's, I don't understand why this is such a talking point all the time, but to me, we were, I can't emphasize this enough. We were one and 31 and zero and 16 the year before he got there. He has a winning record since he took over the starting job. Now you can say what you want about the personnel around him. He's executed with that personnel. He's won a road playoff game against our arch rival. He started off the season gangbusters, and then he got hurt. He's been playing through a torn labrum. He's going to get shot up every game. He's going to play through it. Are the issues there with Odell? To me, that could be a timing thing. He got hurt when Odell came back. I'm, I'm a believer. I've seen it happen. I've seen it with my own eyes, him execute, and us win. We were able to fight through Bad Baker last week. Now, we will always lean on the running game. That will always be our identity as long as we have those two horses back there. So you're not going to see the big gaudy numbers from Baker ever. Now, we win, just like I said, how the Cowboys would like to win. They don't want it. They don't want Dak airing it out all the time. He can. They don't want that. Because that means, you know, that they basically had to throw the ball. They want to control the clock, and that's what we do. That is our MO. So Baker, can he play better? Yes. Would I wish he had hit that long touchdown to Odell at the end of the game? That might be quiet some of this down. Yes. But it is what it is. But, you know, Bart Scott, Bart Scott has been on this. Colin Coward has been on this. That's how these guys make their money. They got to say something to a camera. <clears throat> but my thing, and it's not, you know, it's not even my team. As like I said, it's not who's around him. Like, just because he has fucking Nick Chubb in the backfield, Kareem Hunt in the backfield, uh, Jarvis Landry, who's not, who's hurt, he's not there. Odell, right. who just came back from injury, um, he's had Odell for one game, like one game, two. Okay, but it, he got hurt in the one. Yeah, so I mean, a game and a half. So, I mean, and he's still winning. Like, he's got Donovan People Jones. He's got Hollywood Higgins out there. He's got Austin. Who he's he's making use of these guys, these weapons that. So you're, you know, you're put Drew Locke over and let's see what happens. You're telling me Drew Locke can get the fucking same results as Baker Mayfield? No. That's bullshit. That's a, that is not gonna fucking happen. Like Baker Mayfield to me might be one of the top. I would say one of the top five to seven hardest to replace quarterbacks because of the egos that are fucking on that team 
I mean, you got to keep Nick Chubb happy. You got to keep Kareem Hunt happy. You got to keep Jarvis happy. You got to keep Odell happy, who is a fucking known head case. And he hasn't really shown no signs in Cleveland of of being that. I mean, you know, somebody's reeling that in. And I yeah, don't and fucking I, think it's the coaching staff. And you look at guys like Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Ben Roethlisberger, as he is today. No. Whoever's starting in, in Houston. Uh, I mean, I can just go on and on. Carson Wentz, we named him earlier. Jimmy Garoppolo, is he not replaceable? I mean, come on. They have a winning record. They made playoffs last year, but, you know, Bart Scott gets paid to hammer points, I guess. Him. I don't like to shine light on the talking heads as much because I don't watch them, so I didn't see the exact quote. I don't pay attention to that shit. Last time I watched a talking head and really pay attention to it was after the Cavs won the championship in 2016. Next morning, you figure Skip Bayless finally has to give LeBron his due, right? Finally has to give LeBron his due. What's he say? Kyrie Irving should have won the MVP. I'm like, I'm that's done. What I, that's what I'm, I said. I'm done. I'm done. That's, you don't believe what you're saying. You just, you're just saying shit. So I'm done. But, you know, guys that have a personal bias and then talk about a subject about, you know, that they have a personal bias about, I immediately disregard it. Stupid. So, anyway. Except, except what I said earlier about the Giants-Cowboys game. <laughs> no bias. Did I answer your question, though? Was that yeah, accurate? yeah. And, and I think I, I mean, I don't know what I contributed there, but I wanted to speak on it as well, just... I think he's he's one of the harder guys to replace, not the fucking easiest to replace. Talk a little baseball. We're going to get out of here. We saw the uh, one-game playoff, which I absolutely fucking hate. I hate how the Dodgers have the second-best record in all of baseball, and they got to play a one-game playoff, and they win that, luckily, on a walk-off. And now, for their reward, they get to play the team with the best record in baseball. That The baseball's in that respect uh yankees red sox game was fun uh yankees just they don't have enough firepower i mean they have firepower but they're not athletic enough they don't get not good enough defensively and they don't have enough pitching and it's a shame that you pay garrett cole 300 million dollars and he only gives you two innings in a playoff game oh i yeah i don't know if i trust uh trust old g unit to go out there yeah and and give me fucking uh innings in a clutch game right but we do have baseball today. Let me see who we have today, just to just to see. We got the White Sox and Astros at four, and we got the Red Sox and Rays at eight tonight. So I'll be doing a flip back and forth. Lance Lynn against Lance McCullers. Um, then you got Rodriguez against McClanahan tonight. <sighs> That's on the AL side of things. Tomorrow we'll get to the NL side of things. But yeah, this is gonna be a fun playoff, man. I, I, just, I hate the one game playoff. I don't like the one game playoff. But it is what it is. Should be yeah, fun though. Yeah, the Rays, uh, Rays are tough. I mean, Boston didn't do themselves, you know. They don't have a cakewalk playing the Rays. So, I mean, I, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see what Houston's going to do. I mean, they're playing fair nowadays. So, it is It's going to be exciting to see what happens. So, you know. Well, we talked about Urban. We talked about the NFL. We talked about baseball. Anything else? Fuck Dallas. Jesus Christ. All right. We'll see you guys next week. We may have Chris Rucker on the show. We may not. We don't know. But probably not because they'll be fucking guys, crying. Appreci- 
Thank you guys so much. Rate, review, subscribe. Go to the website. Follow us on all the socials. We really appreciate it. Barry sent us home. Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at BFrost28. You can, you know, message me. Bring all the fucking smoke. This is the week. If you want it, I'm, I got it. Eric, drop the credential, sir. Follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740. Also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. Go to the website, doingthefavor.com. Thank you guys so much for rating and supporting us. And next week is episode 200. So That's true, 200. So with that, good night and God bless. Yeah. It goes one, two, three into the foe. Erica Berry, you're up with ETF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got their ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.